forever. Dog. Hello, Adventure Cateers. The episode you're about to hear was recorded over Zoom and live streamed on the internet in the not so distant past. It's just one of many stay at home live streams available right now on your Thrilling Adventure Hour podcast feed. But if you want access to the complete Thrilling Adventure Hour, that's the entire back catalog, plus bonus content, plus live streams not yet available here, plus complete libraries of classic segments in case you've ever wanted to listen to the complete Sparks Nevada in order and uninterrupted, or the complete Beyond Belief, uh, the complete Captain Laserbeam, the complete Chrono Patrol Extended Universe, etc., etc., etc. All of that is available on Patreon for the low, low monthly price of $5. Patreon gives you a members-only RSS feed that can be plugged into your podcast player of choice for easy listening, and then you're off and running. Your Patreon membership not only gives you access to all that amazing content, it also helps us to keep doing the show. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate your support. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate you. And now, on with the show. To sign up for the Thrilling Adventure Hour Patreon, just go to patreon.com slash thrillingadventurehour. That's patreon.com slash thrillingadventurehour. You know, I got a story about love and marriage. You want to hear it? Pass the time while we play the cards. All right, here goes. <clears throat> it's about a married pair of fancy pantsers. They are loaded, both money-wise and booze-wise. Their names go like this. Frank and Sadie Doyle. And oh yeah, for human people, they sure can see ghosts. No offense, lady. Who cares what evil lurks in the hearts of men? Unless evil's carrying the martini tray, darling. The story starts over on Park Avenue. You know the plaza? That's where Frank and Sadie Doyle, these two drunk lovebirds, make their boozy nest. A toast to you, my dear. To me, your dear. Sadie, does your martini taste funny to you? It does, Frank. It tastes positively side-splitting. Hilarious. At first, there are aromas of cherry and anise. The initial sip begins with an attack of cassis, followed by leather, smoke, tobacco, and smoked meats. The finish yields to supple tannins with a rising chorus of astringency and mint. And finally, it departs with a whiff that reminds me of a horsehair baseball bat ball from a baseball game. Oh, Frank, has the gin gone bad? It has gone terrible. It has turned into... Wine. No! Yes, fermented grape pulp, you know the type. I do not, and I will not. If martinis are out, then let us have whiskey. Good thinking leads to good grief. Sadie, brace yourself. The whiskey, it's also turned to wine. Then let us have bourbon. It's turned to wine. Scotch. It's turned to wine. Vodka. It's wine. Rye. That's wine, too. We've yet to discuss the cordials. Well, I don't mean to disappoint you before you begin, love, but every type of liqueur, aperitif, and digestif from the balmiest nut-based cordial to the 
to the blow dart base not even remotely cordial those headhunters told us never to drink, and which really did make an excellent mixer once you overcome the paralysis, has been cuckoo-egged, cuckoo and in its place is that there is instead this terrible changeling wine. Well, how could this have happened? Well, I may have found a clue. There is a goatskin parchment in my glass. Frank, darling, does wine come with a prize inside? Well, only Crackerjack brand wine, and that's been discontinued. This parchment reads as follows. <clears throat> if you want your liquor back... We do! Yes. Come to my party where your final fate awaits you. It's Bacchus's celebration of wine, women, possibly your deaths, and song. It had better be a wonderful song. What shall we wear? Well, as far as attire, it says... Toga suggested, but only at first. I dare say we come as we are. Yeah, overdressed for any occasion. And if simply everyone else is wearing togas, then it will be embarrassing. For them. Where is this party? Uh, the Olympic Club, it says, at One Million Fifth Avenue. One million? The cross street would be East 300,000th Street. Manhattan ends at 96th. Uh, worry not about approaching by mortal conveyance. A chariot shall be dispatched, O doomed souls. Oh, Frank, horses floating outside the window. Well, our chariot awaits, apparently. Shall we? Oh, sir, madame, may I help you? Frank and Sadie Doyle to see Bacchus. <laughs> Bacchus is extremely busy, Zagod. He only has time to see the most sophisticated connoisseurs of wine. Oh, no. A somalistic cerebrus guarding the gates of the gala. Why invite us to a party and then send us a chariot to the party and then bar the entry to it? Oh, mysterious ways, etc., etc. That wasn't in reference to this god, was it? Where do you think the gods you think it references got it? Touché. Gods. There's always a road of trials when convening with them. In this instance, one trial. Me. Asking you if you're connoisseurs of wine. Sort of OJ! Sadie, it's going to be all right. I have a plan. Watch this. We are connoisseurs of wine. Well played, darling. That ought to do it. Very good, sir. Here is our wine list. As a connoisseur, it should be easy enough to prove it. That didn't do it. Well, don't worry, love. Push comes shove. I speak wine. Push seems to have come to shove, darling. Do speak wine. My good man. I don't need to see the list. As a connoisseur, you'll find I have very specific tastes. I seek a wine with structure and stability and backbone, something brooding, but which won't tell me what's on its mind. A wine that's superior, haughty, and withholding. I want a wine so fickle and baffling, I'll wake up at three in the morning with my fingers already fumbling on the dial of my phone to ask it what I've done wrong. I want a wine that disapproves of me in every choice I've made. Bring me a wine that insults me to my face and makes me like it. A French wine, then. Exactly. You have passed the test. Here's your wine. Would you like a toga? 
We would not. <laughs> You're overdressed. There's a rule. Your funeral? Yes, the invitation said. Oh, uh, right through him. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> <Hooray>. <laughs> A lot Hooray. of revelers. I haven't seen this many togas since that production of the Roman play. Hey, you guys are overdressed. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> Frank and Sadie Doyle, welcome. I am Bacchus, Roman god of the harvest, mystery, and winemaking. <laughs> and of course, I am Freya, Norse goddess of death. Come on over here. We have a VIP area for some privacy. Thanks for coming, you two. Why, why such an invitation? Well, there's a story there. There always is. There never has to be. It may surprise you to learn that Freya and I are together, married, in love. But you're from two different pantheons, you say. <laughs> we don't. How could you even have met, much less fallen in love, you ask, wondering how cutely we met? We neither ask nor wonder. I mean, it is a cute tale. Tell it. You tell it. <laughs> do not tell it. Frank Manners. Ah, please do not tell it. Okay, I'll tell it. From time to time, Bacchus hides among mortal youth. You want to revel with mortals? Helps be among them. Same time, this one was living just next door in the form of a mortal lady with only a small aspect of her godly powers. I was being punished by Odin for not being scared enough of his wolves. It's like, excuse me, goddess of death. You know what dies? Everything. Everything. Including wolves. Especially wolves. I was posing as a mortal nephew and throwing revels for all the young mortals. Oh, well, then you met. Fell in love. Did other things. Turned our liquor into wine. And were about to turn it back? I was suffering unparalleled mortal boredom. I was drunk and loud, and so was my nephewly revel. I couldn't take the joyful noise of the revelry, so one by one. One by one, she willed the deaths of my guests, but <laughs> I'm reveling my head off, so I don't really notice. Well, you notice a few of them. You always lose a few mortals in a bacchanal. Happens. Mortals, you know. Right. Yeah, we live up to the name. I went over to walk through the corpses as, you know, they're like flowers to me. Only I wasn't one of them. Now, maybe it was that I was at the height of a revel, and this one was the only one still alive, but rather than die, which I can't, I lived it up. I could feel his godly aspect swelling. I mm. felt the revel. I felt life as I never have. For the first time, flowers were like flowers to me. In looking in her cold, dead, beautiful blue eyes, I understood that the fact that it ends is what makes the revel special. She changed how I see everything. They do that, don't they? They do. Uh, oh, wine. 
Yeah, don't drink it. We reveled together. We reveled the house down. Then the block. Then the city. It was love at first deaths. Ours felt like the most perfect love of all time. Mm-hmm. Perfect doesn't need a modifier. So just to be sure, we asked my oracle who said, right. nope. Guess whose love is? Yours. Well, naturally. Oh. Which will not stand. Oh. Naturally. He wants you dead. It would make me happy. And I want her happy. So we invited you down here so that we could kill you. But my style is that we play a party game. For your lives. And for fun. But sure, stakes. If you win, you get your blues back. When you lose, we kill you. In that case, I hope we win. Oh, death by parlor game? It's how I always suspected we'd go. <laughs> I hereby summon the Oracle. Hello, I'm the Oracle, and it's time to play Wait, Wait, Don't Kill Me. Couple number one, Bacchus and Freya are gods from Rome in the Norselands. They harvest souls and bolden revelations that surpass rational understanding and are immortal beings of infinite power. Couple number two, Frank and Sadie Doyle are drunks. Uh, not currently, thank you. The game this evening is one of the first parlor games, charades. Oh, I am great at charades. I've been playing since back when the categories were liar songs, poems, and that one play there is. We got this one, Frey. Yeah, we got it. First couple of three points wins. Frank Doyle Bacchus, get up here. You're giving first. Okay. Both of you okay. see the title? Okay. And go. Okay. Song. It's song. It is a song. Okay. Two words. Two words. Two words. First word. Four syllables. Sm- four syllables. Smothering. Smothering. Choking. Crushing the life out of the one that I love. Embraceable you. Point, Frank and Sadie. Frank and Bacchus, sit down. Sadie and Freya, come up. It's your turn. Here's the clue. And go. Okay, two words. You need to tell me what it is, Frey. What was it? A song? It's a. It's a play. It's a. What? What is it? It's a book. Uh. Okay. Okay. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing with your hands? I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you're doing with your hands. I'm stuck. What are you doing? I. Yeah, I see. Oh. You do. Bullfinch's mythology. <laughs> Point Frank and Sadie. One more to go. Booze, here we come! Here is the clue that could be the last of the evening. Oh, wow, this this is hard. And it could also be the last clue of the lives of the mortals. Say that again? What the Doyles don't know is that if they win, they will immediately suffer gruesome death at the spiteful hands of Freya. We know it now. Bug, that's not what we're doing. Oh, Bacchus also didn't know. We're killing them if they lose is the game. It's it's a party. Love a party. I love death. And yet we love each other. Life takes weird turns. And death doesn't. Okay. You can kill them, but I, I don't like it. Well, only I have to like it. Frank, I do believe it's time to throw the game. Don't do that. Play as best you can. Answer true. I compel you. 
Can she do that? Let me check. Mm, yes. We are damned whether or not we do. And go. What is that? Is that a play? I'm great at plays. I'm featured in the ring cycle. Is it the ring cycle? and assassination of Jean-Paul Marat as performed by the inmates of the asylum of Charenton under the direction of the Marquis de Sade. <laughs> what? How did you get that from nothing? From a face? Oh, that was the face he made when we saw that play. She never forgets a face. Not one of his, no. <laughs> oh, wine. Clink it, don't drink it. Doyle's win, complete shutout. You'll die as you lived, overdressed. Any last words? Yes. One simply does not kill one's guests. Where did you go to finishing school? Well, here's solace. Death will make you mortals immortal. You could work on your solace. It would enshrine your love forever in all the pantheon. I almost... I almost don't want to kill you. Go with that instinct. Okay, so to strike you down and the prime of love would elevate it even more. <laughs> I mean, how could we compete with that? By that logic, to be competitive, you should be the ones to die for love. I mean, I would if I could. I don't fear the grim specter of me. And I guess since I can't die, I may as well say the same. Yeah. Die for you, Frey. I, I would. Sure. Yeah. Wish I could. Honestly. Can't, though. I'm sure we could figure out a way, Frank. Sadie, I'm sure we could, but we needn't for, and I'm just learning this about myself right now in this moment, I would not die for you. Yes, you would. Oh, I like being alive too much. Sorry, Stady. I guess when rubber meets road, I am a selfish man who doesn't quite love you enough after all. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Trust me. And you don't love me enough to die for me either. If you say so, I do trust you. But not because of love, for our love wavers, right? Exactly! Boy, it sure would be an opportune time to consult the Oracle again about whose love is a truer for anyone who might be interested. Want to do that, anyone? I do. I, wa I want to do that. Oracle, or Oracle, over here, whose love between ours is the most dear? <laughs> You know you don't have to rhyme. Well, I just like to. All right. After further divination, I see that with introspection on both sides, the measure has shifted. Freya Bacchus, I hope you uh, like winning. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Are you saying... You win, you the, win love. the love off. <laughs> Congratulations, I suppose. Good game. Oh. I knew we had it in us. Still want to kill these mortals? Oh, I wouldn't give him the satisfaction it would give me. Ah, uh, well. That's too bad. I'm going to give them their grain alcohol back since they won the game. What you like. I stopped caring about them. Stop toying with them, and come on, let's raise one L-H-E-L -E and revel this place to the ground, baby. You got it, hon. 
Frank and Sadie Doyle, go away. Go away. <laughs> oh, home again. And look, martinis are martinis once more. Now, what's this nonsense about our love losing a contest? <laughs> I saw that look in your eye. You are about to best some gods. That's dangerous. For them. For our privacy. How many pantheons are there? You could best gods that would certainly all the way wind up on our doorstep all day long, but I, I can think of something better to do with our days. Do tell. We're doing it. And for the record, could I possibly love you anything more than utterly? No is the answer. Had I but one last heartbeat, I'd give it to you. I know. I never forget your face, and you made the one you make when you have a cunning plan. For I've the most cunning husband. What I cannot figure out is why the Oracle said what he did. The Oracle said what I slipped him at twenty to say. Oh, Frank, you greased a palm for me. Well, if you think about it, the Oracle knew I would. This whole thing was probably about that twenty bucks. But do you know what's sadistic? What's that, Frankenstein? I'd have given him forty. And that is the end of that particular story. It ends where it started, Plaza Hotel. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original Dog. podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.